Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to a supplementary, a complimentary, just a brand new episode of Siza and the Stash. I am the Stash with me, as always, Parker Siza. How are you? I am well. I have not dislocated anything, so <laughs> I, I would classify myself as okay this week. Uh, there are some Huskers that are not, and I'm sure we'll get to that. But yeah, yeah. we just thought, hey, a lot happened this week. Might as well add another episode of Cats. Just a and, little uh, that's quick hitter. Yeah. You know, nothing too crazy. We're here to update you, make sure that you're ready to rock and roll for the weekend. And, of course, coming down the pipeline... Because we thought it'd be fun, I've got a barbershop quartet of a parlay for you. I'm trying to dum, go off. Dum, 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 yeah, there yeah, you we go. Need to, we need to actually get a barbershop quartet yeah. when we make these picks, and uh, they, they can sing like... it. They can sing our picks. That's what that's what they should do. <laughs> we go even further. I yeah. was just thinking, like, we have them go the stash, the stash, the stash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're right. going with Oregon <laughs> over Colorado. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's <laughs> yeah, get let's into it. it. Let's start off with Husker football stuff. As you mentioned, Gabe Irvin, Ramir Johnson, both out. Mm. One dislocated his shoulder, one dislocated his hip. I think it was Irvin with the shoulder and no. Other way Irvin around. With Irvin the with the hip. hip. Because uh, yep. looking at Gabe Irvin's shoulders, looks like they would never. <laughs> right, they, they are don't rock move. solid, brother. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, but Ramir Johnson going down with the uh, shoulder issue. Uh, they are out for the rest of the season, which means Anthony Grant yep. is the guy. And I want to get your opinion on this first because. I think that my opinion might shock some people. Okay. What do you okay. think? What do you think about um, Anthony Grant getting the chance to shine? What do I think about Anthony Grant getting the chance to shine? It's interesting because it was like two weeks ago, we're sitting in here, you and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, Husker fans all around, they're, they're sitting around after Anthony Grant fumbles the football with about four minutes to go against Minnesota, and you kind of took those words that Matt Rule said right before when he's talking about Anthony Grant and saying, oh, he's putting the ball on the ground here in fall camp. Uh, he can't do that. We can't do that. You're not going to be on this team if you are a uh, you know a turnover, if you have a habitual yes. uh, a, you know process of turning over If you over enjoy the buttery popcorn yes. before the game, right. it's just not going to work not, for you here. Yep, yep, that's right. So uh, that happened in the Minnesota game. He did not play in the Colorado game. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was kind of that uh, just, you know, well, this is what we mean by this, right? You do sure. this, you're not going to play in the Colorado game. And he came back last week, played a little bit in the uh, Northern Illinois game and did really well, uh, Anthony Grant did. So here's the thing, though, that uh, now that he's the guy with Ramir out and with Gabe Irvin out, Anthony Grant had 70% of the carries last year at the running back spot for Nebraska, which already is, is, so right now Gabe Irvin's about 46%, which is the most on the team. So, I mean, there's a pretty big gap there. So Anthony Grant is in a spot that he's very familiar with, uh, which is, I think, a good thing. And now we'll just see how he can do going forward. It's a really big deal, though, losing these two, Irvin and Ramir, because this was a big, this is the lion's share of what you were going to have this year at the running back spot. They are now gone, and now you're going to be calling on a guy with experience, with a lot of talent, but has these issues. And if they start mm-hmm. popping up during the season, uh, there's going to be a lot more problems here for this Husker team. I'm going to be 100% real with you right now. Anthony Grant was my favorite player to watch last year. Yeah. And I think that what he needs, what he needed, was a shot in the arm yeah. that says, hey, you're the guy. You got to do it. You got to do this thing. And I think he's going to step up. Yeah. I think everything that I've seen from Anthony Grant has been that when he is put in a position to succeed, he does so. We, we have one fumble 
this semester. This semester, what, look, same look, thing. College yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have one fumble this year mm-hmm. from Anthony Grant. Comparing that to who our starting quarterback was in terms of turnovers, that's not a whole lot. No, no, no. Anthony Grant, I think, picks up where he left off last year. Now that he's the guy and he doesn't have that competition, yep. maybe he isn't a competition with his teammates kind of competitor, but he obviously is a competitor when it comes to other teams. And so I think we're going to get a chance to see Anthony Grant shine. And, I mean... Last year he was fifty yards shy of a thousand yards and something like something that, like that. Yep, and yep. he missed a couple games. Yeah. Listen, I'm not saying I'm not claiming anything, but it would be really cool to see him break a thousand yep. yards this year. And he's gonna have a great opportunity. He's kind of yes. the only guy in that room now. That they've talked about guys that have moved up, a guy like Emmett Johnson, who is we haven't he hasn't had a, an official rush. Uh, with Nebraska football yet, so he could get that opportunity this Saturday. And But he had been involved in special teams. He was in the kickoff return team, and he was sure. also Mr. Football in Minnesota. So uh, ah. there is some, there's, I'm interested to see what that guy brings to the table. And another guy they were looking at was Quentin Ives, who I think is a freshman, mm-hmm. uh, who they recruit, this coaching staff recruited in, and they call him uh, kind of a baby, you know, baby being <laughs> just very young, very yeah. young, kind of still young-looking, young face and all of that. So he's going to have to probably grow up here uh, pretty Quickly. Pretty quick. So, uh, they, they've mentioned some of those things as far as how that running back room will fill out. But uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you on 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 Anthony Grant. I think that uh, this could be kind of that shot in the arm that he absolutely needed. And uh, now that he's the guy here, you know, there, there's no real real great second option other than the two that I just mentioned. But mm-hmm. th- they don't have any experience, so it is uh, as Rule said, going to be the Anthony Grant show. Absolutely. And on top of that, Anthony Grant. Oh, no. Did I just lose what I was going to say? Doesn't matter. Anthony Grant, I trust in Anthony, Anthony Grant. It's going to be fine. Right. right. Uh, uh, oh, lots of people were writing this off as, oh, season's over. We lost our two top running backs. I don't see it that way. I just see it as Anthony Grant gets his chance to shine. Now, we have a quarterback controversy in Nebraska. What? Has Matt Rule said, because he, he, we are recording this after he went up yeah. to his press conference, what did he have to say about Jeff Sims versus Heinrich Harbour? Said Jeff Sims today is not 100% yet. That, that mm. was uh, one of the quotes that he says, but he is practicing, playing well, and throwing the ball. He did not tip his hand on who is going to be the starting quarterback this Saturday for Nebraska when they take on Louisiana Tech. Uh, but he continued uh, on his quarterback saying, we will go with whoever gives us the best chance to win. Winning comes first, and whoever gives us the best chance. Heinrich's got you a win already, Absolutely. and uh, we know what he can put on the table uh, against Northern Illinois. He, he did really well, and you're going up against a defense that's worse. Let's just call it what it is. Sure. Louisiana Tech is worse than what Northern Illinois is bringing to the table, so we know that he is going to play well. What I will be interested in is if they do put Jeff Sims into the game how does he play? He is playing an opponent this Saturday, if Jeff's the quarterback, a playing an opponent this Saturday who is also worse than who he has seen through two games. I mean, mm-hmm. going on the road at Minnesota against a, a solid defense, a solid culture, team culture there in Minnesota, that's tough to do. And then, you know, on the road at Colorado, all the uh, distractions that went in before and after that. Amen to you know, that. It's, it's tough for him. So how does he play if he does get into the game? Is he... Is he turnover prone? If he, if he does start, like maybe I think some people could be projecting, uh, and he starts turning it over right away, 
See ya. He's out. Yeah. You got Heinrich Harburg checking into the game. So uh, I, that's kind of the read I get from Rule here so far. He, he's not tipping his hand. He doesn't want Louisiana Tech to know who they want sure. to kind of prepare for. So he doesn't want to put that out there. But uh, I would, I would anticipate just here on this Thursday, I would say Jeff Sims probably is going to be playing. Yeah. Uh, if he's been practicing, again, not 100%, and you're not playing an opponent that is a world beater, mm-hmm. uh, not that the first two were <laughs> yet, sure. but uh, you know what I mean. So uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But I do, pr- I do think he is on track to be the starter this week. And then, as I said, if, he's, if he starts stinking, he's gone. Sure. So, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, the way that I, I've kind of flip-flopped on – how I feel about Jeff Sims, because earlier in the week I had mentioned that Jeff Sims did, isn't going to get a fair shake if he doesn't start this game and then starts against Michigan. However, we have seen him against two similar opponents, right? And yeah. we've seen what he can do. So it doesn't really matter what he does against a worse opponent because we don't really like we want to win these games, but we want to win those games yeah. even more. So I've kind of flipped on my excitement for Jeff Sims isn't the right word uh, on my hope for Jeff Sims. Mm-hmm. My hope for Jeff Sims has, has drastically gone down mm-hmm. because I know what he looks like against opponents that are top 25 yeah. B- yeah. bubble teams. Yeah. Right? So what does he prove that? What would he prove this week to, exactly. to turn you around? Maybe it's just confidence. Like, I think that's where I go. Like if you, if you are, if you have a clean game against Louisiana tech, like if he does, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe that's just confidence. I think that's where I go with that. And maybe that's how the coaching staff approaches it. But um, you know, regardless, I, I think the, I think again, as we've talked about the good news here, even though we we mentioned two pre- on a previous episode that you know, I think we both thought that Matt Rule really messed up this quarterback situation yes. leading into this year, and and you know not not accurately, who knows? There's a, it's a long season, not accurately yes. getting the right quarterback here, perhaps. Uh, but maybe they're just looking for just a. Just a confidence boost. Sometimes that's all it can take sure. for, for a guy to turn it around. So, yeah. uh, And again, if it happens against Louisiana Tech this Saturday for him, awesome. I wouldn't bet on it. I still hope that Heinrich's the guy. That, yeah. that, me, me personally, I still hope he's the guy because uh, I really feel like you can win with him. I mean, just his quotes, his comments, like, you know, I, I'm not sliding because, you know, I want my team to I'm see bigger, that my quarterback is tough. Right. Uh, that, that's what I want to win with, so... Who do I hope starts and continues to play the rest of this year? Heinrich. But I do think it's going to be Jeff Sims this Saturday. Let's. I want to throw out a hypothetical because we were talking with Gene earlier, and he threw Mr. something. Mr. Bossman. That's Gene. right, right, Mr. Bossman. Gene. Uh, he came up with a with an idea that I thought was really interesting. And if and this is this is a hypothetical based on if Jeff Sims starts and does poorly. Say he throws picks, he fumble snaps, he just has the yips, right, at the quarterback position. He is an athlete. He's a freak athlete. We are now very, very, we're, we don't have a whole lot of depth in the running back position. Mm, put him over behind Heinrich. Put, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have this dynamic duo of Jeff Sims and Heinrich Harburg, who are working together, who are these big strong guys who can throw the ball if needed, that it creates gadget plays. Uh, every time Jeff Sims steps on the football field, you know he's the best athlete on the field. I don't have any doubt about that, yeah. and I don't want to lose that just because he wants to play quarterback. Yeah. Put him back at running back. Now give Anthony Grant some breaks because right now he's not going to have much. 
what are you what do you think about it? Is that a possibility? Is that something that happens in today's world? What like what are your thoughts on on something like that happening? Giving a break to a well, yeah. like I mean, like if if Anthony Grant would then be the yeah. starter, like it, it creates a, somewhere for him to rest. You see it, but like what? But specifically, Jeff Sims, who has been a quarterback and who has had success at the quarterback position, because he doesn't make those decisions, gets moved. Do you think he can? Do you think he would do that? And do you think that would be good for? Nebraska. You see it in the NFL with the Saints. You see them use Taysom Hill Absolutely. In, in that kind of position, and and that's okay. Mm, that's tough, though. I don't know. You just you don't see it, so I don't know. You don't see sure. it very often in college football, unless there's like a specific wildcat package on the on the field. I almost said court on on the field <laughs> uh, for them. Um, it it would be an interesting wrinkle. I, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I just don't know if that's something you can do like every. Like, like well, Harburg actually got in yeah. the game as kind of a couple tight, plays. a couple plays yeah. as like a tight end mm-hmm. or a wing back kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Listen, I get your best players on the field. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. the way I'm looking at it. And and if Jeff Sims is not your best quarterback, he is still a phenomenal athlete. Yep. How do we get him on the field? Yeah, yeah. If, if like, let me just paint a picture. Then let's go. Right, let's go guys. for a game. Twenty five carries for okay. Anthony Grant. Mm-hmm. Like six to seven for Emmett Johnson, you know, twelve rushes for uh, quarterback rushes combined, maybe twelve for Heinrich Harburg and Jeff Sims. So give uh, you you put Jeff back there in the backfield. Where am I at now? Around fifty, fifty some rush attempts yeah, in this right game out there. of a. Hopefully, you get about twenty seventy to seventy five offensive plays. So you know you're gonna throw the ball some too. Maybe it gives you some room for for Jeff a little bit. But uh, yeah, I again. I, let, let's see what it looks like. Let's see how they're able to do it. And uh, if you can put in a wrinkle that, that throws off the defense, I, I think this coaching staff is uh, probably a little more willing than maybe some think to to try that. Because they've already, as we said, they've already tried it with Harburg uh, yeah, earlier absolutely. this season. So I'd like to see it, though. You know, he's a great athlete. He's just really tall for a running back, though. The he prototypical is. running back, you don't, you don't normally see that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you're 100% right. I would like to see it, especially because as much as I've dogged on Jeff Sims as him being a quarterback, mm-hmm. I also want to see him succeed. Yeah. You know, and Because if he succeeds, Nebraska succeeds. Yep. right? And so I want him. He's a young guy. I want him to succeed. I want him to, to grow and then grow the program, all that sort of stuff. That doesn't happen if he... Throws a bunch of interceptions, says I'm only playing quarterback. That's it, right? So, I, I, just an idea, hypothetical situation. Yep. Maybe he goes out and tears it up on Saturday at quarterback, and we have nothing to yeah. worry about. Another thing uh, to mention as well, and Rule did talk about this was uh, Saturday not supposed to be the greatest weather day. They're projecting I've a lot heard of that. a lot of rain uh, maybe coming on Saturday. Coach Rule said uh, that's not a concern for us. He says he uh, hopes it's a messy, ugly day. Uh, they've been practicing with wet footballs nice. and all of that stuff. So um, maybe, maybe if you kind of get one of those type of days. Could see a lot of runs. That's right. Could see a lot of a lot of quarterback runs. A lot of Anthony Grant coming up this weekend. So, Absolutely, could um, see it. Do we want to before before we get to like some college football? Do we want to like pick a another? Because I know we did a score. Did we do a score on Monday? I can't even remember if we did a we score on our last did, podcast. But we did. But so much has changed. I think we need to change it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so yeah. knowing the weather, knowing now two running backs that are out, yeah. the, the load is now going on to to one guy there and Anthony Grant. I'm gonna go right now. I'm gonna go uh, 24 to zero. Um, I don't think Louisiana. Well, 
Come on now. Rewind the tape. Smoke Harris is the uh, Louisiana Tech wide receiver. They're saying he's one of the best wide receivers in college football. I I saw a quick highlight tape of him, and they they put it out. I mean, the guy is – he catches the ball – and then he, you know, like a Tesla that goes zero to sixty or whatever. Uh-huh. Like he, he, it is that fast. He gets up there. The only thing can, left is a cloud of smoke, right? Um, so I do think they're going to put up some points with him. Yeah. Uh, like I think he's going to be able to score. Uh, so we'll go twenty-four to fourteen. Ooh, okay. It's going to be a, a little closer, probably. Right. I just, I don't know. I, I'm worried about the weather. Worried about the weather. I think if it's wet and rainy, Nebraska's offense might be pretty, pretty, yeah, it, stagnant. It's gonna, yeah, stagnant, and it's going to constitute them running the football. So, um, I'll, I, I hate twenty four fourteen now too. I hate it <laughs> as I'm saying this. Um, but what part uh, do you hate I, about it? The fact that Nebraska that it's that that would be a close game. Right, that would be pretty sure. close. Absolutely, Louisiana Tech is not where Northern Illinois is and was, except offensively. They have more playmakers on offense. They may have a better quarterback than what Rocky Lombardi is. Definitely, Northern Illinois' defense is is far above what right. what I've been hearing. Far above what Louisiana Tech is. So, you know, Nebraska scored thirty five there last week. Again, but we're in the rain, so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I'm going to add 10 points to it. I'm going to add 11 points to it. 35-14. There you Nebraska. go. 35-14. That's what We're I'm talking the, about. Bare minimum. Uh, 35. So. 49-14. 49. Okay. 49. I think Nebraska... I think that Nebraska is built to run. Yeah, and I think they can do that really well. In Especially this so, yeah. against this defense. Yeah. 49-14. I like your, I like your comments about mm-hmm. Smoke. I think that he is absolutely a game changer. We don't want that smoke. We don't want that smoke, no. baby. Uh, and because of the rain, we probably won't get as much of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Putting fires out left and right. Uh, I'm actually going to change. 49-7. And final, final 49-7. Take off there 14 is. there. So you, 49-7. Me, 35-14. Yep. to 14. Yeah. Like but it. Now we got to remember to get everyone else's scores. That's right. That's get, right. Get their money. Speaking of money, we got cash money parlay picks, baby. Uh, we're just going to do place some. Your bets. Place your bets, folks. Place your bets. Come on, come on, come on, and come all. I got a four-team parlay. Yeah. Okay. We need a name for this. We do. Please uh, shoot in uh, messages, whether it's on uh, on Instagram for me or X for for Parker. Yeah. Let us know what what we should be calling this. Uh, but I'm gonna have four picks that I'm gonna put in a parlay, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm 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 gonna play it. Yep. I am gonna play it. I'm gonna find a way. I might not bet very much on it, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, four picks for me. It is. First and foremost, it is Alabama against Ole Miss. Bama is having a down year. Yeah, give me Ole Miss money line. Where are we at here? Uh, what, what's the what's the line? Uh, Bama is a six point favorite. Six point favorite. Yeah, Ole Miss is going to win this game. Give me the money line for for the extra for the extra uh, uh, cashola, baby. That'd uh, be two losses for mm-hmm. Saban and Tuscaloosa this year after they lost to Texas a couple of weeks ago. So they lost to Texas and get, then they didn't look good against USF. No. no. Yeah, it was 17 to 3, yeah. right? And then you got uh, the Fighting Lane Kiffins that's right. coming into uh to Tuscaloosa, so I like that one. That's number 1. That's what you number got for one. number 2. Number 2. Penn State 13 and a half point favorites over Iowa. Oh, okay. Iowa is going to cover. They're not going to win. I was going to cover. Right. I'll take the points for Iowa. Okay. Then uh, number three. Hold on. Where is it on my sheet? 
Uh, bu 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 Where is it? Did I not write it down? I... Hold on! Everyone hold the phone. So you had Old Miss Moneyline. Yep. All right, we've established that. Six and a half point underdogs there against the Bama Crimson Tide. And you had Iowa covering at home 13 and a half. Here we go. And uh, I've got uh, Michigan. Michigan. Against Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Michigan's going to, it's 27 point favorite. Michigan's going to cover. All right. And finally, Georgia versus UAB. Now, what you've got here is minus 37. Yeah. I think Georgia wins by 40. Mm-hmm. I know some places have it at minus 42. If you can get it at minus 37, get it at minus 37. With all of the, I'm going to take Georgia to cover the spread. So, all of these combined, this parlay puts you at plus 2015, which means for a yeah. $10 bet, you win $201. Boom, boom, right there. So, Georgia covering yeah. on a uh, 37. You're going to give them the 37. I'm going to give here. them the 37. Yeah, anything lower, though, watch out. Watch yeah, out, that's yeah. what Austin it, said. Yeah, listen, if, if, if you can't get that at minus 37, don't take it. If, yep. if it's minus 40, minus 40, you're picking UAB. Got it? Yep. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Like it. All right, so to recap, Ole Miss money line, Iowa yep. covering, Michigan covering, yep. and Georgia covering uh, today. Right. So here are mine. Yeah, hit uh, me I've, with it. You had uh, Iowa covering. I've got Penn State covering really? Iowa. Really? Iowa is uh, at Penn State. That's a uh, three thirty seven thirty rather kickoff. Or no, excuse me. I was at yeah. I was at Penn State. A seven thirty kickoff in Happy Valley. Um, I I don't know if Iowa's going to be able to score. So the the question is, uh, will Penn State score fourteen points? Yeah, I think they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, it, that score might be like twenty eight to three or something like that. Sure. So I, I like Penn State. I like okay. Penn State in that. Uh, Utah over UCLA. Utah four point favorites. UCLA is the twenty second ranked team in the country. They're at eleven. Utah. That game's at uh, two thirty on Fox. I like Utah at home. The Utes over uh, their conference rival UCLA. I like that pick. I like that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. LSU and Arkansas. uh, The Razorbacks are at home, and they are seventeen and a half point underdogs to LSU. LSU's looked interesting this year. Mm -hmm. They haven't looked great. They haven't looked terrible. Uh, They're not, you know, like some of those other teams in the SEC. I like Arkansas. At home, okay. like Arkansas to cover there uh, against LSU, so give me that one. And then I'm going to throw out a uh, a nice little attaboy to our former Nebraska quarterback, Logan Smothers, at Jackson State. They are four-point favorites against EMU, which I'm guessing is Eastern Michigan. Yeah, uh, that's EMU. correct. So I'm going to give uh, Jackson State the cover there at minus four. Take Smothers and the shoot. Don't know what Jacksonville, Jacksonville State, State is. State, I think, are the... Gotta look it up. Hold on, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Because Jacksonville State is a team that has played a lot of like Florida teams. Jacksonville State... Coyotes? No. Bobcats. No. Bobcats. Final answer. Um, let me go to their Wikipedia. Wow, is it really that hard to find yeah, Jacksonville kinda. State logo or uh, mascot or whatever? Wow. We just had... <laughs> We just had an entire segment on this mascot on our Monday show. We started the show. We're making fun of this mascot. It's got a weird name in South Carolina. They are the Jacksonville State no! Gamecocks. Yeah, they're the Gamecocks, too. Just like, uh, 
<laughs> go Cox. Go Cox, baby. <laughs> Cox are going to cover. Jackson State. <laughs> Logan Smothers smothering that defense That's on the right, game. That's baby. Uh, if you were to parlay this one, it's at plus 1196. So you bet $10, yeah. you win 119. I'll take it. There I'll you take go. it. That's value. Yep. That's value right there. You get this podcast for free and no ads at the moment, and you get picks that'll pay you money? Crazy. Craziness. You gotta be a little careful. You know why? Because uh, I don't know if you've heard of Colin Cowherd. He does his uh, yeah. the herd show. He does his blazing five NFL picks each week. Uh-huh. He is like oh nine and one oh. on his first two picks, and he you know he sits there kind of like we did. Like I, you got to get the Patriots this week against uh-huh. the uh, the Miami Dolphins. You know, blah blah blah. Sure, he's oh he does not have a win yet, and he has one tie because the spread tied. So so what I'm hearing we gotta is, be a little careful. What I'm hearing is we need one win, and we're better than <laughs> yeah, Colin exactly. Cowherd. That's right. That's right, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, I like it. I like it. Again, recap in mind, Utah. Yeah. Utah minus four. Take them. Penn State minus 13 against Iowa. Jackson State minus four against Eastern Michigan. And LS, or Arkansas plus 17 and a half. All covers against LSU. So there, there we go. go. All right. Money picks from Siza and the Stash. Is there anything else on the on the docket that we need to talk about? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. We... Um, Oscar Volleyball is going to cruise yeah, this they've, week. They've got Ohio State on uh, That's Friday right. night. Uh, Ohio State 3-6. and six, And then yep. a pretty tough game coming up against Minnesota in the yep. conference on Sunday. Don't want to lose conference games early Absolutely. on. Got to get some wins this weekend and stay unbeaten if you're Husker Volleyball there at home. And, uh, yeah, got some uh, some other things, some high school. It's going to be an interesting day yes. tomorrow with, uh, with high school. Um, we have uh, Centennial and Milford. That Big, last uh, year, huge game, huge game, ended up being a, a one possession game. Yeah, yeah, at the end of it, great yeah. game last year. And then uh, also uh, York takes on Waverly, and that is one of the most anticipated games in in uh, the state. Yeah. Uh, this year with two top five teams, York and Waverly, and then uh, Seward, they're on the road at Gearing. Uh, that's on our other cool station, cool ninety five nine thirteen seventy. They got to take the long road <laughs> oh, trip out there. Man, two weeks in a row that we've got teams going way out your way. Yep. Yep, and tough stuff. That's right. That's right. Shout out to our uh, to our friends at KNEB for uh, helping Absolutely. us out with the broadcast there. So thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, you can listen to all of those games on uh, either 1049maxcountry.com or coolradionow.com. Uh, you think you have to actually listen to the radio version for. 95.9, yes. I believe. Yep, so if yep. you want to listen to the Seward game, you got to tune into 95.9 or 1370. There is an option to listen online at hey. coolradionow.com. It, it'll be um, when you click listen live, you'll it'll see have a, Seward Sports Stream. And you can click on that, and that, that's where the uh, Seward game would be. There you go. Plug, plug, Boom. plug. I am Austin the Statue. Find me on Instagram at Radio Guy Austin. He's Parker Siza. You could find me at Parker Siza anywhere. 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 Absolutely anywhere. P-A-R-K-E-R-C-Y-Z-A. That's going to do it for us this week. We'll be back on Monday recapping all the crazy things that happened over the weekend. Thank you so much for listening. See ya. Peace.